In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, Joyce was asked to play a part in her church's Sunday school program. She was actually asked to be an angel. And she wasn't keen on the idea at first. Uh, Her struggles with chronic low self-esteem and periods of depression uh, made her think, maybe I'm not right to play an angel, because angels are glorious, and they sing beautifully, and I don't know that I can be either one. But her friends encouraged her and they pleaded with her, and they twisted her arm, and eventually, even though reluctantly, she agreed to give it a try. So the day of the pageant arrived. The church was packed full, and the heavenly host appeared in the choir loft, ready to sing glory to God in the highest, to the shepherds who were below under the organ loft, And Joyce sang her heart out. And at the end of the song, she turned to the woman standing next to her with tears in her eyes. And Betty smiled at Joyce, the two of them in their frayed choir robes and pipe cleaner halos. Um, And they just had a moment. Betty was used to seeing Joyce's face racked in its tell-all signs of her inner struggle with fear and self-loathing. But today, when they looked at each other, there was something different. So through the tears on Joyce's face, she whispered, I never knew that I could be an angel. Archbishop Rowan Williams, in his Christmas message a few years back, described a discussion which he had taken part in with professionals working with people with autism. And he was shown a video of one of the most experienced therapists in Britain working with a young man who was very severely disturbed and who would beat his head against a wall and then walk fast up and down the room, twisting and flicking himself like a piece of string. And so how the therapist responded to all of that was quite surprising. She too began to twist and flick like a piece of string, and then when the young man made a noise, she made the exact same noise. And when he began to do something else, like banging his head on the table, she would bang her head on the table. And very slowly, over a few days, a relationship began to form between the young man and the therapist. He even began to smile at her and to respond when she touched him. Something was going on, something was different. And the therapist explained it like this. When someone with autism feels bombarded with too much information, when there's too much going on, they panic 
and they withdraw into themselves, and they stick to what is only familiar to them. They don't acknowledge anything else going on outside of them. But when the therapist gently echoes these familiar actions and rhythms, slowly the anxious and wounded mind of the autistic person sees that there is, after all, some part of the outside world that is not so fearful and some parts of it that aren't so threatening. Here is something um, doing what I do, she said, and then I do this. Uh, She says, I teach them that I'm not powerless. And so something is different and a relationship between the therapist and the person with autism begins. Well, it's good news, and it's really the Christmas story right there, that while we are wrapped up so often in our own world and our own fears, maybe our fears of God or fears that the world creates, or fears of others, or even fears of ourselves, while we sometimes hide isolated in darkness, God quickly creeps in beside us to share our life with us. God is born, grows up, and for many years lives as a perfectly ordinary human being, just like us, eating and sleeping, working and partying, loving and grieving. This God made flesh does what we do, feels what we feel, speaks our language, and slowly we learn that this is a God we can trust and even love, that we need not be afraid. And when this God made flesh begins to do things a little differently, maybe shockingly different, things like healing and forgiving and turning tables and the world upside down or dying and rising again. When God in Jesus begins to tell and live a radically different story, the story of the reign of God, then because over the years we've learned to trust God, We don't panic and run away and hide in fear. In fact, we draw closer and closer and closer to the one who loved us all along. In Jesus, in the newly born baby in the manger in Bethlehem today, and in the God-made flesh who dwells among us with grace and truth, In this Emmanuel, God with us, God shares our life so that while we live our life, we can share God's life. God embraces our fears and frailty so that we can embrace God's hopes and glory. Because God has become flesh among us, inhabiting our familiar world, becoming part of our human story. Because of this, we can dare to receive and embrace our unexpected roles in God's new story, whether as angels 
or shepherds, innkeepers, or pilgrims, and God can begin to draw us out of ourselves, mend us, call us into service, and transform us into new life. All of this started with the birth of Jesus as Jesus was placed in a manger. And it continues on, this living and loving in us and through us, and will continue to the end of time. May God bless your celebration of God being born into our world and becoming one with us yet again. Amen.